0: There is some really, really bad legislation that has been proposed down at the Statehouse. Of course, we've got those ugly, ugly um, executive orders regarding um, vehicles. We had Governor Hickenlooper that issued an executive order on LEVs, low emission vehicles. And then Governor Polis issued another executive order on ZEVs, zero emission vehicles. And basically, this is government. I mean, everything you see, it's force versus freedom. Is government going to force people to drive certain ve- vehicles or are people going to have the freedom to choose what they're going to what they're going to drive? Uh, we've got that awful national popular vote where it's basically unconstitutional. And the founder said, hey, if if you don't like something in the Constitution, we have Article 5 where we can go through the amendment process. But instead of doing something constitutionally, which folks, re- those folks realize that that's probably not going to fly. They're doing something to circumvent that. But one of the, the things that really concerns me is HB 19-1032. And uh, I, I've learned that, hey, regular people, we can actually read these this legislation. We can read these regulations. So HB 19, that means it's House Bill 19. So if it comes from the House, it's HB 19 and that's the year. Or if it comes from the Senate, it's SB-19. So in this case, this is coming out of the House. Interestingly enough, we have a Republican who is a co-sponsor on this Don Corum out of the Montrose area, which is astounding to me. I actually have reached out to him. I've not heard back from him. I'll try that again. So this is HB-19, House Bill 19 1032. So that is the number of the bill, and so you can actually Google it and you can read it. It's about 26 pages long, and uh, instead of having you know looking at articles saying, "Oh, this is what somebody said," this is, you can read it for yourself. But today we're going to focus on this this show because this is House Bill nineteen ten thirty two. It is the sex education bill. That again, it's going to be a freedom versus force where the state is going to force a specific curriculum regarding sex education. Uh, you know, I actually think that education be should be teaching our children to aspire to be the best version of themselves that they can be. Uh, I don't think that this this does that at all. But uh, we have two guests that. Really understand this that we're going to chat with, and first of all, is that will be Senator Kevin Lundberg, or former State Senator Kevin Lundberg, who has really been a champion for watching out for really bad stuff that's coming out of the the legis- legislature, and uh, we've got him on the line right now. So, Senator Lundberg, welcome to the Americhicks with Kim Munson. Uh, thank you. This this uh, House Bill ten thirty two this is this is really a bad boy, as from what I can see. But let's go ahead and jump into it. What what's your read on it?
1: Well sure, uh, thanks for having me on. Um and there's so many things to cover and not a lot of time to cover in, but let let me, let me give you the encapsulized version here. Uh it's a sex ed bill that requires LGBT practices be taught and presented as normal and fully acceptable behavior in all public school sex education instruction. It, it they are to teach all contraceptive method, methods including abortifacients and and uh, um you know, that whole line on list of things. No religious values can be promoted or encouraged in any way, and it says, quote, either explicitly or implicitly. And abstinence can be mentioned, but it cannot be taught as a primary method of birth control. And I've got a question. How is a sort of kind of abstinence? Um, that's ridiculous. And then charter schools must comply. Today, a charter school can actually waive out of state requirements for sex ed and a lot of other things, but it says specifically in this bill that when it comes to these uh, mandates, it must, uh, charter schools cannot seek a waiver for it. So this is an across-the-board. The only exception is if the school is currently receiving funding for an abstinence program that started back in 2013. So there must be a few districts that still have a little bit of a funding stream, but when that's gone, everybody's in. And uh, th- this is just um, beyond the beyond it, the scope. It, I, mean, it, it, I, I was down there. For, well, I was down there for 16 years, and I've seen some pretty lousy legislation. Yeah. But I've never seen one that, that was this coercive with, and this extreme.
0: Well, it truly is extreme. Uh, I've read the bill. I would encourage people to do that. It's about 26 pages long, if I remember right. And yep, there's. Um, I, I a couple of things it, it seems like this is in some ways it's very well thought out because they have certainly tried to to stop any ability for school districts to get out of this forced this mandated uh, sex education bill, which when you mention practices about Lgtb the explicit language in the bill is that the experience the Lgtb experience must be taught and this starts at fourth grade for sure but it even addresses our little kindergartners up to third grade and kevin or lumber i'm going to certainly date myself but i just remember in kindergarten we were just trying to figure out how to stand in line and keep our hands to ourselves learn our abcs i mean honestly the hyper sexualization of our children we're no longer letting kids be kids it breaks my heart
1: well, yeah, and, and and actually there was one thing I left out, and that is that within the instruction, it cannot include any what they call gender norms or gender stereotypes. Now, those are code words for you cannot refer to somebody as a him or a her. Uh, I was reading a, uh, an email from Planned Parenthood yesterday, and there they were employing that by saying any person who is pregnant. Well, now, let's see, I think women can be, become pregnant and men cannot, but they can't even bring themselves to admit that. That's the kind of context they're going to put it within. And, yes, that will ha- that will uh, filter down everywhere. Uh, there was a, a, a teacher, and he, he taught French in Virginia, who had a transvestite student, and he mistakenly called the him a her or her a him and... You know, I won't even get into the details on that, but he was fired for that. And, and, and that's the kind of coercive um, environment that they want to put teachers in and the, and the kind of value structure that they want to put all public school students through here in Colorado.
0: Well, and Kevin Lundberg, Senator Lundberg, uh, what we see here is they have tried to button up all opportunities for schools to be able to make, at least from what I can see, their decisions about this. So any school that gets uh, funding from the government, and so that's going to be your public schools or your public charter schools, will be forced to teach this. And then many times, as you mentioned, schools could go to the State Board of Education to get a waiver. Well, they have closed that door in this legislation as well. They say, hey, you can't exactly. do that. I mean, it it is astounding. And Senator Lumberg, I don't think parents really know that this is coming down the pike. And we really... We really need to make sure that we are talking to those busy moms and dads out there that are just trusting. They're sending their kids to school. And I think a lot of them are thinking that the kids are getting the education that I got. In kindergarten, you're going to try to stand in line, you know, yeah. figure out your ABCs. They have no idea. And, in fact, yeah. this can even start in kindergarten because it's talking about, quote, unquote, healthy relationships within the definition of what they consider healthy relationships.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and let me take you back to this gender norm prohibition. Uh, Sure, it technically only applies when it comes to uh, um, uh, sex education, but it does say for any child, even down to kindergarten, if you're going to teach them anything about health or healthy relationships, you have to apply these values. And that, that means you can't say um, you know like one thing I was taught in school is as a as a as a boy, you need to show extra deference to the girls when when going through a door, open the door for them well you can 't even make the reference to the difference or the very existence of boys and girls. You just have to say children uh, <laughs> and um we we 've seen this applied in in um oh, there's a committee in California uh, in the legislature where they've been instructed that you cannot make a gender uh, norm (laughs) reference. So instead of saying she, they have to say it or they. They, that's the term they use for the most part, they. Now, curiously, if, if they were teaching anything in Spanish, they don't even have a word for it. Everything has a gender. But here in... Colorado, you're supposed to completely strip all gender uh, references away from your, your communication. Uh, th- this is so heavy and so over the top. And, and I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention one other thing, because a, a, a gentleman who was a senator a long time ago sent me a message a couple of days ago, and, and he said, isn't this a direct violation of the constitutional requirement, the state constitutional requirement, that school districts, local school districts, establish curricula? Uh, and and that's somewhat unique to Colorado, in in that the, uh, the, the 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 state board of education and indeed the legislature is very limited in what they can tell local school districts what they teach. But here they're just stomping all over that. And I mean, there's so many things about this bill that are so bad. Now, you you said people don't know. I'm sure the majority of the people don't know. Enough people knew when it came to its first committee hearing that it was a historical event. Hundreds of people showed up to testify, Um, and I've never seen that. I've been down there, had been down there for 16 years, and I'd never seen that many people show up and say, I want to talk about this bill, and they were talking about how this was a bad bill.
0: So, Senator Lundberg, Uh, we need to go to break on that, but let's come back, because even though hundreds and hundreds of people showed up, the Democrats didn't listen, and so let's go to break. That's and let's an excellent point. We'll yep. we'll talk about that when we come back. Talking with uh, former state senator Kevin Lundberg about this very very bad sex education bill HB nineteen ten thirty two. Kim Munson with the Americhicks. We'll be right back. All right. Take it easy, baby. Hey, welcome back to the Americhicks with Kim Munson, where we dissect issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree? Let's have a conversation. Be sure and check out my website, Americhicks.com. That is where I am on Facebook and Twitter as well. Uh, we have on the line with us Senator Kevin Lumberg, or former State Senator Kevin Lumberg. Senator Lumberg, you were down at the State House for 16 years. You've seen all kinds of things happen down there. One of the things that we've We've heard a, a politician say, "Hey, we want to hear from the people. I want to hear from you. Tell me what you think." Well, mm-hmm. they were just kidding regarding this House Bill nineteen ten thirty two, weren't they?
1: Yeah, it's quite correct because, uh, as I say, hundreds of people showed up for the first hearing, and it didn't change a single vote. Uh, the vote passed the committee on a party line uh, vote, and it, it, it's just amazing now. Th- uh, there, there's something else important to note when, it, when we talk about the process there, and that is it went from this um, health committee to, in the House, and then it's sent to uh, Appropriations because they want to put up a million-dollar fund to help uh, um, schools kick this all into gear. Um, the, and that means that it goes to Appropriations to put up a million dollars. Well, most probably... I was chairman of Senate Appropriations for two years, and so I know how this process works. Big bills like that that spend a lot of money have to wait until the budget bill is passed before appropriations can sit down and deal with it. Now, they can push it through sooner if they want, but uh, a standard protocol for this is this bill will now sit on the calendar for a couple of months until the budget bill is done, and then they'll deal with it again. So... Don't be lulled to sleep if you don't hear about this for a while. Now, they could break out of that, and they could say, we don't care what the budget is, we're going to spend the million bucks. <laughs> and they could do it tomorrow if they wanted. But um, bear that in mind as well.
0: Well, and you know what I think that we need to do? You know, certainly going down to the State House and emailing your legislators is important and and, and would recommend that. However... I'm convinced that we need to be talking with our friends and our family and our colleagues about what the real agenda is of the the, Dem- right. the Democrat Party, which it's no longer the Democrat Party of JFK. I'm like, honestly, I do not think that, you know, the, the Democrat Party of, of years gone by would say w- we're not going to acknowledge that boys are boys and girls are girls. I mean, most if you would have talked about this. Even ten years ago, people would have looked at you like you're nuts and and our kids you know our little kids aren't stupid. they know that this is a whole I mean I think deep down this is a whole big lie uh, and I think I think that the veil is off now Senator Lundberg and in a way I'm excited about it because all of this has been percolating underneath and we now see what the real agenda is and we need to in calm, reasonable voices. We can't be hyster- hysterical because that's never effective. But we need to be, when you're talking to your neighbor over the fence, say, hey, did you know that there's this crazy House Bill, well, maybe I shouldn't say crazy, I'm judging it already, House Bill 1032 down at the state house, where they're saying you can't refer to little boys as boys and little girls as girls? I mean, I think most people's jaws would drop.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and you know, this this is the bill of Planned Parenthood and the homosexual community. Uh, and, and they're not just saying let's live and let live. No, they're saying we're going to ram this down your throat, and your children are going to accept our values. We're going to teach it to them for 12 years. Oh, wait, with full day kindergarten, 13 years. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, it's it's unbelievable, and and probably probably unstoppable in the Colorado legislature, and for sure the governor's going to sign this one. So I think we, we need to understand here's a principle in politics and that is the vast majority of all the votes that are cast during the session are determined on election day and this is what we got and this is what we're going to have to live with until we make a dramatic change in in our legislature. Um, I, I don't see any other, other solution uh, and on the short haul I think Public schools are going to find a whole lot of kids aren't going to be there anymore because a lot of parents are going to figure this out. This goes into effect in the next school year. This the the bill actually becomes immediately effective, but practically speaking, they'll they'll kick this one into gear across the state in September. Well, no, I guess it's August nowadays. Mm-hmm. In uh, uh, in this year, I mean, it's it's just breathtaking how quick uh, and how dramatic a change they're trying to push upon the people of Colorado
0: well and and once again I'm and you mentioned it I'm a live and let live girl you know I, I figure each person has their own things to deal with and I'm a live and let live girl however, you know, what we're seeing with, I'm calling it now the LGTB industrial complex. It's no longer a live or let live. It is affirm what we say. You see Jack Phillips, Jack Phillips Masterpiece Cake Shop cannot say, you know what, I I'm, I, I don't want to bake a cake in celebration of a gay wedding because that goes against my values. But you can buy anything here. You know, you're certainly welcome to do that. Uh, and then... The, the couple runs to the Colorado Civil um, Rights Commission and the Civil Rights Commission comes into Jack Phillips and says, if you do not affirm what we, the state says, then you, we're going to uh, use the law to take away your business. Now, here we've got right. our children where the LGTB industrial complex is saying, we are going to put our belief system, our religion, we are going to force our religion on your children. And there's not a darn, darn thing you can do about it. And and I'm astounded that this is where we are now very quickly because we're just we're about out of time and we're going to have Carolyn Martin on in the, the next two segments. And she is the liaison with the uh, Colorado Homeschool Network. And and parents are going to have to stand up and say, not on my watch. Uh, and uh, I think people are going to have to start to pull their kids out of public schools. We 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 used to believe that, that that a public education. We wanted to make sure that our kids had a classical liberal education, where they knew how to to aspire to be their best best person and that they could be, and to, to give them the tools to do that. And now, public education, I, I'm I'm just shocked at where we are on that. But there's one thing that that it looks like they tried to put in here to make it look like, oh, parents, you can opt out of this, but actually, it's more sinister than that. So explain, Senator Lumberg.
1: Well. They've always had, in Colorado law, the, an opt-out provision for sex education. So a parent can say, no, I, I don't want my kids to go through this. And technically that's still there, but this is how the process works. is the, they'll, they'll notify the student, you know, they'll give them a piece of paper and say, go show this to your parents. Um, and that doesn't happen a lot to, of the time. No, <laughs> No, and they've got to see it, and then they've got to realize, okay, I'm going to put my child through this, oh, you can't do this process. Uh, and, and and there are two elements, I would say. One is it just doesn't work very often at all, and, and you want to talk about bullying. Well, right. this is the school district bullying the child and the family that says, no, I don't want to be a part of this. Uh, but in addition to that, whether or not they go through that program, this is intended to change the whole mindset of attitudes there in public schools. because. It, it's, it would be impossible for them to say, okay, we cannot teach gender norms here, but it's no no problem elsewhere. No, it's not going to work that way. There's going to be this new attitude and mindset. And, and you know, I mentioned earlier, it's not just the parents, it's the teachers. The teachers are going to have to put up with this nonsense, or they'll be treated like that that uh, teacher from Virginia I mentioned, who was literally fired because he, he mistakenly called somebody who thought they were a girl, a boy, once, and then he, they fired him because he wouldn't relent. I mean, it's not that he... He, he said, no, I, I won't refer to him that way, but, but he wouldn't apologize because he said, no, that's wrong. I know that's wrong, and I'm just not going to play your politically correct game. Um, yeah, the, this thing is so far over the top. People need to know, and they need to know it's coming, and it's... Uh, it, you know, I, I almost run out of words I know. on how bad to describe this uh, whole system that they're pressing upon uh, our children first, and ultimately, of course, the entire state. Most- oh, hey, uh, w- let me give you one real bright note, though. You said live and let live. There's actually a live and let live bill out there. I ran it last year. Senator Marvel's running it this year, and it basically says, okay, Go ahead and you do what you want to do. We'll do what we want to do. But let us all live in this environment. Uh, But no, no, they'll kill it this year just like they did last year.
0: Well, and so this comes down to uh, who are we? You know, Kamala Harris asked the question, who are we? And, uh, of course, she was doing that from her radical progressive activist left. But I think she's absolutely right. Who are we? Who are we as Americans? Who are we as parents? Are we going to let this big lie be taught using our public dollars, our public school dollars, to do that? We now, each one of us, has to say who are we. And uh, I think that this is, in a way, I'm grateful for this because the veil is off on what we uh, what we have in front of us. But Senator Lundberg, um, we're, we're just about out of time. This this is fascinating, but. I feel a deep responsibility on what we pass on to our children. And if we are actually going to try to teach them some big lie that boys are not boys and girls are not girls and it doesn't matter, then my question is, is who are we? Your final thought, and then we'll go to break.
1: People cannot sit on this. They can't say, oh, somebody else is going to handle this. I'm sorry. We are a system of we the people. It is up to us. It is up to each one of you who are listening to this to find out the facts. And, Kim, you're so correct. Read the bill yourself. Don't quote somebody else. Quote quote the, the, the original source and then act on it. Make this a line in the sand and say, no more. We aren't going to put up with this anymore. And if it's your parents, that means you better find a better way to give your kid an education. And I'm afraid public schools just won't be the solution.
0: Well, and and that's why we're going to have Carolyn Martin on with us in the third and fourth segment. She is with the Colorado Home Educators uh, uh, group, and uh, I think that that's going to be an option. And uh, again, who are we? And as parents and as teachers, we have to say, not on my watch. So, Senator Kevin Lundberg, thank you so much. This is so important. And I think what we need to do is start a letter to the editor writing campaign. We need to be talking with our neighbors so that parents understand what is going on out there. And one other thing, you mentioned elections matter. We need to make sure that we are electing Republicans who understand the principles of what the Republican Party stands for, the conservatarian. I'm, I'm calling myself a conservatarian. And I was astonished to see that Don Quorum. and I typically don't like to name names, but Don Quorum, who is a senator from Montrose, he is a Republican. He is a co-sponsor on this. And I, I've heard his reasoning is, is so that that he can have a seat at the table. Sometimes there's tables that you don't take a seat at. You, you put a line in the sand and you say, not on my watch. And so we have to fight this.